Welcome to Next of Kin, a parent's podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm a British expat living in Dubai, UAE with my partner and baby girl. Join me on my expat motherhood journey. I'll be discussing different topics each week and we'll be joined by some wonderful guests. Now, if you're a mum, you're short on time. So let's jump right in. Welcome back and thanks for joining this week. I want to start off by letting you in on a bit of a behind the scenes because at the point of recording, we are live. I believe in last week's episode, I told you that I would be recording in advance. And the reasoning behind that was because I was under the impression that it took weeks or maybe even months to get approved by Apple Podcasts. I don't even know where I got this from. So I recorded and edited my very first attempt at a trailer and decided I would publish that and then use it to submit to Apple. Then in the meantime, I could actually learn how to podcast, get better at speaking into a microphone, probably re-record the whole trailer and have a way better edited version to upload once Apple had approved. Anyway, it turns out that as soon as I hit submit, Apple automatically approved the pilot and it instantly went live. I then went over to Spotify and the exact same thing happened. So as someone who has never really put themselves out there, you can imagine my combination of nerves and excitement at this prospect. And as I think a lot of people would do, I just didn't tell anyone about it because I really could not cope with the idea of people actually listening. Anyway, in the following 24 hours, I had a string of really weird coincidences. If you believe in taking cues from the universe or whatever you believe in that's like that, then you'll probably be smiling to yourself about this. But firstly, that evening, I got a follow from Abby of Base Brands, who has the Buyer to Badass podcast based here in Dubai. I started to give it a listen and I actually couldn't quite believe the similarities and that she has a whole fabulous podcast about leaving buying and working for yourself, which is ultimately what I am doing here. (laughs) The next morning, I came across a podcast club and I mentioned to the ladies in that group I had actually just gone live with a pilot episode for my very own podcast. And obviously these lovely ladies then asked for a link. And oh my God, listeners. So I paused for a moment or a few minutes. And then I realized that sooner or later, people were actually going to listen. And that was kind of the whole point of doing a podcast. But that also brought up another fabulous local podcast by Amanda, who is at Dubai Travel Mum on Instagram and it's called Finding You Now which is about mindset and coaching and she's specifically aiming this at at the mums. So basically a combination of these two podcasts that I came across in the first 24 hours from going live is exactly what I needed in my life right now. So here we are we're doing this no more just planning and recording and saving things and then hoping no one will listen. I'll have a new episode each week going live early on a Friday morning. So please subscribe and follow along on this journey. So in another behind the scenes, it's actually been two weeks, not one week since last recording. As I catch up with going live and get into the swing, I guess, of recording things. So I have lots to catch you up on. Last weekend was my first weekend of solo parenting. My partner was off on a stag do. So what started off as him just saying he'll be away for a couple of nights seemed to end up in me solo parenting for the best part of a week. When you factor in the three nights away, plus travel, plus two days written off, obviously for him to recover. 
So I feel like I'm actually probably quite lucky compared to a lot of people listening to have gotten this far before having to solo parent for a whole weekend. And I'm not going to lie, it felt pretty daunting before. I don't know if anyone else gets this daunting realisation now and again that you actually live on the other side of the world, away from all family in a completely different continent. And day to day, you just go on with your life. And then you realise with a prospect like this, where he was going to be out of the country, that actually I am a responsible adult and there's no one around. So (laughs) it's just me and her. Anyway, that wasn't why it was so daunting anyway. The reason for me that that was most daunting was because it's tipped over to being too hot to go outside. And like most kids, Bonnie just wants to be out and about on the go. So I knew that she was just going to get really bored at home. But we're also at that awkward age now where soft play and these indoor activities for kids and toddlers aren't really of interest to her. So Oh, and I should probably add that she's notorious for having a breakdown in the car. So this weekend was the first time I even drove without someone in the back seat to distract her. (laughs) I know it's pretty wild that I've got to this age, either just getting taxis or with backseat support. I mean, I drove five minutes around the corner, so it's not like I was going all the way into Marina. But still, I only threw my phone at her with Miss Rachel on it for one of those trips, one of the four. So I'm going to give myself a mum gold star for that first solo weekend and first solo drive. This then got me thinking about some content ideas for Instagram. I think we're all desperate for ideas on what to do with kids of all ages in this heat. So I'm on it. We're only away for two weeks this summer. I mean, I've never been away for longer, but I know a lot of people who go away for the whole of summer and that must be wonderful. (laughs) But we're mainly going to be here in Dubai, so we're going to have to come up with lots of new ideas of things to keep us all busy on the weekends. So that got me going with my ideas. I'm going to try as many things as possible, maybe get some reels up for you all to provide some sort of inspiration. And it also is going to give me the motivation to keep us occupied all summer and not just traipsing around malls. If you have any suggestions, please DM me on at nextofkin.ae or you can email podcast at nextofkin.ae. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I'm going to share WhatsApp I sent to my partner on Saturday morning. He'd just woken up, but despite a hangover, I'm sure he was loving sleeping in a comfy bed with no distractions. So with that in mind and the two hour time difference, this was my very first message to him on Saturday morning. And I think the mums out there are going to find this very relatable. Morning. How was your night? Well, me and Bonnie have already been up for seven hours. So far, we've got up, got dressed, been out for a walk, breakfast, then playtime at home, playtime in the playroom, nap one. Then she had a run around in her walker, went to another playroom, got a fruit and vegetable delivery, so played with those for a bit. She likes kiwi and passion fruit. Then we went to Waitrose, then we went to the pharmacy. Had nap two, lunch, played with some bubbles, new kiddos, toy rental came. So playing with those now before we get our swims on and dip in the pool. What are your plans? (laughs) So that's all by 12.30. And I bet the experienced mums here are shouting that that's nothing right now. (laughs) But funny that he was still laying in bed anyway, reading that. Exhausting as it was, there were so many giggles. And obviously when you're playing full on all weekend, you really are just in the moment and switch off from work. So that's got to be a good thing. And the best bit is that Bonnie was 
possibly on the edge of turning into a bit of a daddy's girl. But after a weekend of just me and her, I am miles ahead in the popularity rankings now. For those of you following along my business journey, I guess I've been working on all aspects of business building right now, doing little parts here and little parts there. And I'm actually starting to pay for bigger things now, like website hosting, podcast hosting, email hosting. I'm not going to lie. I had no idea that everything needed to be hosted before becoming a business owner. But last week I said to you guys that it felt like it was starting to become real now. But now that money has actually been invested, the excitement has really ramped up, but so have the stress levels. For those of you who are thinking that perhaps I'm just married to some rich guy so can easily just quit my job, start a business for a bit of fun, start a podcast, that's actually not what's going on here right now. We both did all right in our last jobs, but we are still a household which needs two incomes. So the pressure is very much on and I know that I need to get things up and running as quickly as I can. A few things in the last week that have actually gotten me super excited for Project Next of Kin, the brand, are firstly getting fabric swatches through. I used to develop handbags in a previous role and I've missed the creativity of colour schemes, range planning, fabric selection. I just love a good swatch book. I have a cute behind the scenes snap of my little one playing creative director. That's up on Instagram if you want to go and have a look. Really, she was just rolling around trying to chew it on each and every swatch and we had to get her out of there. But it looks cute for the ground. On a much less creative end of the spectrum is the logistics side, which I have obviously been trying to put off sorting because it's a little bit boring. But it was made much more fun last week when I visited a warehouse with robots. It also had a photography studio, a pop-up space, and it really shows you the potential for the future. So that was actually super exciting. So that's last weekend and an update on the business. But this weekend, I decided to set about and start finding fun things for us to do. So I had a lovely Sunday morning at a mum's meetup with ATB Mums. We all met for breakfast at Zoga Yoga and had a Q&A and just a general chinwag with Julie, who I'm guessing most of you will already know as at IG Midwife on Instagram. Side note, she said she'll come on the podcast, so I can't wait for that. (laughs) For those of you who are wanting to join in on more mummy meetups, and this is a great thing to keep you occupied on a morning uh, now that it's way too hot, I actually get involved in organising the ATB mums meetups once a month. So I obviously am biased and think they're great. (laughs) Those will resume in September and I'm all ears to hear your ideas and any suggestions for those. The other groups or Instagram pages where you can find all sorts of meetups are the Mum Club Dubai. I haven't been to one of these, but they have some really nice photos on their Instagram of their weekday breakfast meetups. They look great. I want to get involved in those at some point. Then there's the mum folk. They always have a full weekly calendar of things to get involved with. So go and follow them and they've got a WhatsApp group too. And then there's Dubai Mums Meet. So I've been to one of the play sessions where they have a setup for babies and toddlers and they have nannies on hand. So you can order yourself a breakfast if you like and leave the little one to play or you can get involved. Um, But those are just a few ideas of mummy meetups you might want to look at too. 
back to my weekend of investigating the best family activities to keep us all entertained during this long hot summer. On Saturday, we decided to try out Sharjah Arabian Wildlife Centre. So settle in, I'm going to give you my review. (laughs) For us, it was only about a 45 minute drive to get to and entry is only 20 dirham for adults and free for children up to 12. So I thought that was great compared to pricing that you get here in Dubai. For that price, I think you even get entry to the petting zoo and all sorts there. I'm sure there was a a botanical greenhouse or something like that there as well. Anyway, I'm sure those things were a bit more outside, whereas it's obviously plus 40 degrees right now. So we just stuck to the wildlife centre so we could be in air conditioning all day. Now, we did enjoy our day, but I'm going to give it three out of five stars. (laughs) It probably lost stars, though, for us for reasons that are quite personal to us and wouldn't matter for other people. They were very, they were actually quite funny. So an example of one of these things is that as we arrived, we had a very urgent nappy situation to attend to. So I think you all know what I mean by that. And then to my surprise, there was no baby changing. We even asked and they said they just didn't have it at all in a family place. So, sorry, what? How? (laughs) So that seems like a very obvious oversight to me. Suffice to say, we ended up having to deal with that in the back of the car with the aircon blasting. Anyway, situation averted and we head back in. Oh, also side note to that, obviously no baby changing. So there weren't nursing rooms either. Um, And Bonnie likes to flash me whenever anyone walks by. So we ended up back in the car for that as well. Anyway, it didn't lose stars for that. I know that I'm just quite spoiled in Dubai with having nursing rooms anywhere, everywhere. Anyway, once finally inside, it was a little bit underwhelming at the start, but all the good big animals are at the end. So don't end up with overtired kids by the end who just want to go. Again, personal experience. (laughs) Mummy wanted to look at the leopards, Bonnie not so much. I think that the wildlife centre would actually be really good for kids who are primary aged, so sort of six to eight years old, you know, when they're learning about habitats at school, because the centre there has all Arabian wildlife only, and they're quite good at being educational as you go around and teaching about the different habitats. And I thought that was super interesting. Obviously, we didn't expect an eight month old to get loads out of it. But what we hadn't accounted for was how many dark rooms there would obviously be. (laughs) And Bonnie hates the dark, so we had to run through those. And then the biggest fail was as we were about to leave the lovely Arabian foxes and cats, I just see a big sign that says rodents. And I have a couple of phobias, but rats has got to be the biggest one. (laughs) So I ended up getting guided through there with my eyes shut shaking. But anyway... That again, this is why I'm giving it three stars, but this is all very personal. That's not going to be your experience. The bit that I loved was the cantina area. So maybe take your own food, but the views from this area were super cool. You feel like you're just in the middle of a desert in a wildlife documentary. There are flamingos and, oh God, what are the names? The actual names of other animals. (laughs) Ibex, I think there were some Ibex, some deery, goaty, deserty type animals. Anyway, they're really cool. Clearly, I'm not the type of person who actually reads information about animals, which is terrible, I know. But I used to hate going to places with my mum and my stepdad 
because they really took their time reading every plaque in a museum or wherever we were. And as kids, that is the most boring thing. We'd just be there going, hurry up. So anyway, (laughs) the round viewing section in the canteen was amazing. And then that's what leads on to the cool big animals. So the leopards. I found a mama baboon with her swinging nipples looking absolutely shattered as an energetic baby baboon tugs at her. (laughs) And obviously I felt like I identified with her. So we had a moment. But that's my roundup. We went on Saturday around 1 to 2 p.m. and it was really quiet. So something nice to try to get out that Dubai heat, have a little road trip and head over to Sharjah. Really well priced. Maybe we'll try it again when Bonnie's learning about habitats and animals in the future. So I feel like I've sped through that, but I'm coming up to the portion of the show where I discuss mum lemmas. Basically, any problem or question that I or one of our listeners are currently experiencing and want to throw out to the rest of the community for tips and support. So again, no judgment here. We just want to hear any of your ideas or just generally get some support. Last week, I shared that I was struggling to establish a routine and wondered whether it was really that problematic. So far, the response has been mainly that whatever works for you works. So just chill and enjoy it and stick to the wake windows, which is what we're doing anyway. I think things will need to change at some point. But for now, we've got a trip coming up in a month or so's time. So I guess I'm seeing that as my deadline when we get back from the UK. We'll probably put a few more things into practice and she'll be older then. So I think she'll be more open to it. Thought as well I'd better update you on how things are going with trying to get Bonnie to take a bottle. So this was my very first mum lemma from the pilot episode. And last week I expressed my absolute PTSD for trying and failing to get her to take a bottle about four months ago when I was going back to work. Well anyway I thought we we should really try again. And again, yep, failure. (laughs) This little lady is a clever one. I've spoken to a few people now who have had Velcro babies or just in general babies who refuse to take a bottle. And I must admit, I just didn't realise before becoming a mum that that was an option, that some babies would just not take milk from a bottle. So currently preparing myself mentally for a much longer breastfeeding journey than I was initially planning. Last week, we had two identical mum bottles. So the one she uses for water. We had one with water, one with milk. She would take the water and push away the bottle with milk. (laughs) I even tried the trick of slipping the bottle in whilst I was breastfeeding. She just gently took her two hands, removed the bottle and replaced the boob. So yeah, there were a few other attempts and it it didn't work out. (laughs) For this week's mum lemma, I guess it's got to be about weaning for me. I started weaning quite early with my daughter, obviously after consulting with her doctor, of course, of course. Um, But she was really ready. So around four and a half, five months, I started weaning with purees and some first tastes, really. But she's always really been into her food. I mean, she's always been into her milk as well, but she was really excited to start weaning. And I'd never really found anything that she hadn't liked or wouldn't eat. But then this all changed when she turned about eight months. And I guess I also feel the pressure from about eight months that she should really be eating her three meals a day. Um, But last week, or maybe the last two weeks, she's just got a lot more fussy. She doesn't want to be in the high chair. She doesn't want to bib. She doesn't want to eat. 
She will eat whatever I'm eating, so I have resorted (laughs) to picnics on the floor, pretending to eat her food, just making one breakfast and feeding her from mine. But this isn't obviously practical going forwards. So I'm wondering whether it's normal to have a regression around food at this age. I'd really welcome all your best weaning tips over on nextofkin.ae Instagram. As always, I want to give back a little recommendation to you all. This week, the recommendation is the Leclerc Influencer Stroller. I have this as my one and only stroller. If I was in the UK or somewhere else, I would probably want something bigger, a bit more robust. But on the manicured streets and the malls of Dubai, this is perfectly sufficient. So the Leclerc Influencer is a travel stroller. So it means it can fold away nice and small and be stored on the, in the overhead lockers of an aeroplane. So that's obviously a big selling point for any expat. And I think most of us consider the baby Zen yo-yo at one point or another, particularly for the same reasons as the Leclerc. You can store it in the overhead locker and it's nice and light. I actually nearly bought the yo-yo, but as I was trying it out in store, I just found it too fiddly to fold. Whereas the Leclerc has a one-handed fold, so it's super easy. No having to feel around underneath to find a button. You can just fold it one-handed whilst you've got a baby in your hip and pop it in the car boot. It also comes with all those extras that you have to purchase as add-ons for the yo-yo. And it's a little bit cheaper in price for what you get. So do go test it out. If all else fails and you want something just for a holiday, then UAE-based listeners, just get yourself down Dragomart. Get yourself a folio. (laughs) I have heard good things as well about and about the Mamas and Papas Aero. So anyone who's out there looking for travel strollers, give them all a little try. So there you go, a very random episode as always. But thank you for joining. And if you enjoy this kind of chatty chaos of a podcast and you want to support, you can do so by rating and reviewing and sharing with friends. Please join our community over on Instagram at nextofkin.ae and DM me with your questions and suggestions. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time.